We are live. Welcome to Conversations with Nike Adeyemi. And I'm your host, Nike Adeyemi. How's it been? How are you all doing? Trust you're having a great day or evening, morning, wherever you are in the world. Um, we're global, we're online, we're, um, there's no barrier now. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Yes, let your friends know. It's going to be an interesting time going to have an interesting conversation. Today we're talking about healthy relationships. Healthy relationships. And it's so important um, now more than ever before to really, you know, look at how we relate with people. Um, it's so important to have healthy relationships. It's even for the business world, you know, it is is important because there's so much stress out there in the world so much stress and um paying attention to our relationships and paying attention to how we relate with people can make a world of difference so today we're not just talking about um marriage relationship we're not talking about just friendships we're looking at everything broadly relationships at work with your colleague relationships with your boss with your mentor relationship with customers um with clients you know just relationships in general and uh, maybe some time after today we can still go into you know deeper into the specifics you know marriage and all of that but it's important for us to have healthy relationships because we are in not just in the pandemic season, the world has changed as it is. Thank you, love you. The world has changed as it is. Um, I'm gonna try not to read comments too much right now, but maybe afterwards we'll be able to really, um, yeah, I'll be able to look at the comments and we'll chat a bit more, answer questions. But you know, let me just lay a foundation generally. And then I look at what you all are, you know, contributing to this conversation because it is a conversation. A healthy relationship starts with a healthy relationship with yourself. I believe that a healthy relationship. So if you're going to have a real healthy relationship with anyone, whether an intimate relationship, marital relationship, um, you know, um, relationship with your colleagues, with your boss, you know, your employer, or even employee, it starts with you having a healthy relationship with yourself, loving yourself, knowing that you are loved by God. And when I say by God, knowing that you are loved by someone who is, you know, higher than us all, you know, um, it gives you esteem, it gives you confidence, okay? A child um, being bullied in school, knowing that, um, that child knowing that he's loved by his parents or is loved by the school authorities, loved by his teacher, 
you know, would give him confidence to face the bully, would give him confidence to report this bully. You know, he will not be timid about it because he knows that um, there's someone who loves him, who is, as it were, um, an authority figure um, or greater, as it were, um, than this person who is trying to intimidate him. Or her. Do you get the picture? But when we do not know, for example, that we are loved by God, God who is, the Bible says, the hearts of kings are in, in his hands. That means he can turn anybody's heart whichever way he, he wants. He holds the whole universe in his hands. Oftentimes we do not, it has not sunk in into us that we are loved by this being. It has not, we know, but we have not fathom yet the depth, the breadth, the width, the height of his love, according to Ephesians 3, you know, that we may know, Paul prayed that prayer for the Ephesians, that we may know the, the depth of his love. We, we do not fully understand it. We have an idea, but we do not fully understand it. And that is why for me, the, the degree to which we understand that love that he has towards us on, on an individual basis, on a personal basis, the, the degree to which we are healed, the degree to which we, are, we would have confidence and be able to re relate with people um, in a healthy way without timidity and uh, without being proud as well, with humility and with a proper self-esteem. So I said a healthy relationship starts with a healthy relationship with yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you love God and do you know God loves you? Do you know God loves you? And do you know, do you, do you love yourself? So you can love other people or relate with people in a, a sound way beyond how you would relate with yourself. If you keep looking down on yourself, if you keep saying to yourself internally, I'm no good, I'm not good enough, my head is big, I'm not fine, you know, if you say you're not fine, then you're not fine. If you say you're not beautiful, you're not beautiful. How can someone else tell you that you're beautiful when you don't know you are? You see, so it starts with a healthy self-esteem. Two, a healthy mindset. To the degree to which we'll have healthy relationships depends on us having a healthy mindset. Healthy attitude, the way we think. Do we think health or do we think junk? Do we think um, beautiful things? Do we um, think the worst most of the time? Or do we always think the best? And I'm not just saying this. I'm not just saying this for motivation. I'm, this is real and solid stuff that I'm talking here. Do we have a mindset where we feel the world is against us? Or do we feel we have a mindset where we feel, hey, there are more that are with me than those that are against me? Because I'm not here to say everyone loves you. I'm not here to say everyone likes you. So just go hugging everyone, go embracing everyone, you know, um, because that's me. That's me. Well, should I say the me of before? Um, <laughs> I remember my roommate in school uh, recently, about two years ago, one of my roommates um, she's also in her fifties now. She was telling my husband one day and she was saying, ah, do you know there's something Nika used to do when we were in school? And I said, what was it? I didn't even remember. I didn't know what she was about to say. I said, okay, I'm going to let him know because he probably wouldn't know, you know, Nika would, um, 
after getting up from her bed, maybe after, maybe she's just spent time with God worshiping, you know, just right. You know, we had bunk beds in schools in those days. And, and even now, I, I believe it saves space, doesn't it? And Nikki would just maybe, could just be in the afternoon or any time she's had a great time of worship, you know, just on her bed praying and all of that. And the moment she comes out, she just starts hugging everybody. I'm like, you, you're telling on me. I had even forgotten that. And she said, yep, you just start hugging everybody. It's not like I was fighting with anybody before, but I realized that it's from that overflow of love. That overflow, of love, it's, it's a thing for me. It's not just something that is fleeting out there. It's something that is real and palpable for me. So when you operate in that, you see most times from the eyes of love. Of course, fast forward to many more years after that, I think my eyes opened. I began to realize that, okay, there are quite a number of hateful people, you know, out there in the world. And I'm like, God, teach me who to embrace. Teach me who to keep at bay. I'm not saying to hate. Teach me who to keep at arm's length and teach me who to bring up close. I don't want to embrace who I should not. Because the Bible says there's a time to embrace. There's a time to refrain from embracing. Hey, I don't want to embrace a lion that's going to hurt me or bite me or bite my children or bite my young. Do you understand? I want to. So again, but a healthy mindset leaves you, you know, wanting to know, wanting you to, wanting, leaves you wanting to, you to know where to draw the boundaries, where to draw the lines. I'm not saying who to hate and who to love, where not to hate anybody, but to have a healthy relationship, have a healthy uh, mindset and self-esteem is for you to know um, that you, you cannot assume that everyone loves you. You cannot assume that everyone is excited about you. Hey, you'll be excited for everybody, but know where to draw the boundaries so that you don't um, just put yourself in a very, very um, difficult or, um, how do I put it? Not just difficult situation. So you don't just sell out, okay? Emotional intelligence simply is this. That word EQ, EQ is used a lot these days. Um, and it's simply knowing how to respond to people, how to respond to different categories of people. So how you respond to your colleague at work, okay, might be different from how you respond to your son or your daughter or to your best friend who is outside the workplace, okay? Um, it's just simply, um, again, having a bit of empathy um, to try and understand where each person is coming from. Um, I like to say, um, and I think I've, I've put in a quote before, I'm not sure, um, that you have to have empathy towards your boss. So you might have a boss that is quite difficult, you know, in the, the terror of the office or whatever. But you know what? You can be the one to take a step back and say, hey, maybe there's something going, maybe there's something not going too well with her you know, or him, maybe, maybe, you know, there must be something causing this, okay? Um, of course, you're trying to make excuses, and it's, it's a fine line from trying to make just a wild excuse. That's where I started from, trying to make an excuse. Uh, no, maybe, maybe she woke up on the wrong side of the bed, maybe, you know, maybe things are not too good for her going 
at home, you know, maybe she's just had it. And some might say, oh, so every day, every day, things are, every day she wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. Every day, um, something is going on in his home. So he comes, like, come on. And so conversations will be like that, right? Um, then you'll be like, okay, it's not, if this person is nasty, <laughs> you seems to be nasty almost every day. Is it that every day something is not, you know, after a while, you feel like you're just making a lame excuse for the person, but I, what I have come to understand now is when we take time to find out people's personalities, and I would encourage you um, to take your personality test, do the um, MT, um, MBTI, Maya Briggs um, test, um, you can just go to 16personalities.com, 16 as in 16 personalities.com um, find out your personality see how you relate see how you it's it will be a revelation to you to see how you really are your bent um why you are a bit judgmental or why you're a bit permissive with people um why you're very easygoing or why you're a bit on the difficult side because it's how you naturally see people is how you see the world um and it's how you feel <laughs> you know if you feel at all yep it's whether you're introverted mostly or you're extroverted you know all those things matter yeah someone may say that oh person you can become a psychologist when did you? yes 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 i'm a bit of that and more because i'm someone who's interested not just in our spirit life or and in our physical life, like being fit, eating the right things, um, you know, being healthy physically. I'm interested in that. I don't have to be a doctor or a wellness coach to be interested in that. I don't have to teach that. When I post food, I keep saying hashtag, no, I'm not a chef. I'm not a cookie cook. I'm not a foodie. But again, this is what I'm having today. Not every day, but this is a bit of what I'm having. Um, and you might be inspired by that. Okay. Of course, I don't post when I'm eating popcorn and some other junk food. I don't post that. <laughs> it's not that I'm pretending, but again, I don't want you to go that way, right? So when I'm eating something really good um, that I know is healthy, that I could post it and say, join me. It doesn't mean that that's all I eat. I'm not trying to be perfect. Okay, so just to show you that I'm interested in physical health. Of course, spiritual health. I am because I'm a minister of God. I'm called. I'm a pastor. I'm a prophet. So I am interested in spiritual health. I want everyone to be born again. I want everyone to be intimate with God. So I am up for spiritual, spiritual, spiritual because I'm interested in where I would end up, where you would end up when this life is done, when you, when we're dead at some point in time or when Jesus comes back. I'm interested in where you would end up because Life doesn't end with this physical world. But there's this area where we neglect a lot. And we've left it to the psychologists, the emotions, coaches, and all of that. It's the area of the soul. The soul, the mind, the emotions. Very, very important. Very important. And um, I've loved that space for such a long time. Just I think it's a bit late. Um, I know, don't tell me anything is too late to go back and study. For me to go back and study psychology, how people think, how human beings relate. There's a reason for our behavior. That person that you say is, you know, nasty. She or he, they don't just wake up and decide to be nasty. They have a bent. Life happened to them. Even if life didn't happen to them, there are bents. There are 
um, pessimistic bent. So if you are more pessimistic than optimistic, opt, op, uh, than op, being optimistic, it's a bent that you have. You know, it's a bent you have. It's not, you didn't just decide and many can't help it. They're just pessimists. But when they learn that, they have to, you know, try and be on, look on the positive side. The word of God, growth, you know, can help them a bit, move a bit from that bend. And even many times they're blessing to our world because in meetings, they are the ones that will say, mm, just a minute. And they're going to pick all the loopholes in your happy-go-lucky ideas, which might cause us to all fall flat on our faces. They may be the ones to say, mm. and then everybody's like, oh my God, she was always see something negative. But sometimes seeing that negativity could be the saving grace for the entire organization or the team. It's just that you don't have to always live in that place of criticism. You always criticizing, always seeing all the negative, trying to be positive too. And for those of us who are always like positive, 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 we need to wake up, smell the coffee and wake up that everything's not always positive, positive, positive. We've got to also be mindful of um, um, how the stumbling blocks ahead, um, um, situations planned for failure ahead, you know, and not just think, oh, life is one big game, one ball of fun. You see, I like fun. I like to have fun while I'm working. Okay. Me, I'm like Joyce Mayer. That's my mama. Enjoy where you are on the way to where you are going. I'm focused, but enjoyment should be inside. Because if not, what is the point? Why should life be so hard? No, it doesn't have to. Even when I'm going through stressful times, I mean, I could be sad. You wouldn't see me say, oh, look at me, I'm sad here. But somewhere along the line, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get some ice cream even though I've said I won't take ice cream anymore. Hey, I'm, I'm going to go feel happy. I'm going to play some music. I'm going to look for my favorite scripture in the word and read it and meditate on it. Okay, I'm not going to go and look at look for that hard place where it's, you know, it's, it's, you know I'm just going to look for that place in the word where it says I've loved you with an everlasting love. That's the one I will meditate on. I'm not going to look for some judgmental scripture in Revelations or Habakkuk. Hello. I would read all of that, but when I need to pamper myself. So, friends, there was something someone typed here, and before she typed it, it was at the back of my mind. I was going to mention the Enneagram. I am not just going to mention the um, 16 personality text. I'll mention the Enneagram because that is so recent. That is so cutting edge. But for me... I don't want to throw away the MBTI, the Maya Briggs tests, the 16 personalities. I don't want to throw that away because of the discovery of the Enneagram. The Enneagram is nine personality types. Yes, you said with wings. Yes. And I am a type two. Uh, when I'm stressed, I'm a type A, eight. So go do that as well. And in the 16 personality test, I am an, um, what am I again? E, E, N, fp yeah the campaigner i'm being real with you guys and i'm putting it out there so do yours and you know let's talk more about this maybe next week maybe the upper week um or when i post this on the igtv or later on send me your own personality test tell me are you enfj are you intj <laughs> And also for your Enneagram too, I want to know, because when we know, we are able to understand each other. We're able to do better. We're able to relate with, with one another in a healthy way. So I'm able to know whether you're being, um, I don't know, let me see the word harsh. You're being serious, okay? 
um, for because of your personality. Okay, so my husband, for example, <laughs> he is INTJ. Yeah, and oh my God. They would tell you the lowdown of every person. And when you read it, you'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> so INTJs, they're naturally not romantic. They're naturally very serious. <laughs> they naturally feel like um, life is not fun. What's funny about life? You know, they're very intense. And, and so when we did it, there were certain things that made me realize, okay, you don't do certain things out of, you're not a wicked person. You So you know where each person is coming from. In their behavior towards you, you're able to say, okay, they're not doing this out of evil, being evil or being wicked or suddenly not liking you or liking you one moment. I'm not liking you the next moment and you not feel, what have I done? But they're just manifesting their personality type. So it's not about you, it's about them. And when you have that behind your mind, you're able to forgive. If you are able to understand that, okay, okay, um, he's just exhibiting his type. So you just go cool off somewhere. You just go, okay, you're good, you're good, I'm good. You do not take offense because you know this person is just being them. It's just being them at that point in time. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't make effort to, um, I'm not saying to change our personality type, but we should make effort to relate. Um, it will tell you who you are best, both the Enneagram and even the um, 16 personalities, the MBTI. They will tell you when you do the test and you go further in and you, you know, they will tell you this personality is best married to this they can have partners best <laughs> from within this one two three or maybe just one you know and they would they'll tell you how many percent what percentage of your type are in the world i won't tell you which personality test it is but there's just one or two in the 16 personality test that says they're very rare it's not mine it's not mine it's one of the i and the introverted they are very rare and the people I know with that personality, and I realized, oh my gosh, no wonder, you know, and I don't want to call anybody out, or maybe, anyway, I won't say this, because I won't say it with respect to marriage, I won't say it with it, but they're rare because that's how they are. They seem to be so hard, but it's not a negative thing, I'm telling you. So don't only just do your own test, do for those around you, do for that your friend, and even that person you haven't gotten along with for so long okay maybe your colleagues at work can you just share that with the person and say there's this thing i like you and i'll share with and when that person tells you what their result is you say ah hi this person's just being himself but he rubs off wrongly on your own personality but that person so it's most times it's not about us but about the person's struggle about the person's personality about the person's inner struggles and i know what my inner struggles are as well so again if i have wrongly been whatever to you one way or whatever please forgive me it's my own struggle mm -hmm. okay someone i like okay your type one reformer wing with type eight see you see that's um amazing type two helper yeah helper that's right for the enneagram Obviously, you are Dr. Iremena. Okay, we'll talk later. You're obviously <laughs> in a grab group. So I'm just, these are just tips 
that you would go and research on. You see, whenever we have these conversations or um, I come on IGTV or even when we teach in church or we speak on any platform, you know, as speakers, as coaches, as um, I always know when I'm giving 30 minutes to speak, even on a global stage or even, you know, um, being invited to speak anywhere, I always know that 30 minutes, 40 minutes, one hour is not enough to deliver everything that we know, everything that I've studied, everything that I've prepared for. Time always runs out, but I always feel like, okay, I don't think they expected to hear everything. Um, so conversations like this is they're just um, ways to touch on the topic, um, leave you um, longing for more, create a hunger in you, and then you go and study, you do your research, you come back, you know, we chat a bit more, you leave comments on my page, you, oh, this thing you talked about last week, this is what I got from it, I got more information, da, 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 and, you know, we'll chat back, reply, and you will be giving me even more information, more things than the things I shared. And it's the same thing even in school, especially in colleges, universities, um, maybe in elementary school, yeah, teachers can share, you know, not everything they know, but give what the children can take part time. But by the time it's in college, hey, you're doing the research on your own. In fact, the teacher, uh, teachers are also waiting to hear back from you. <laughs> you know, they don't know everything and they don't want to do all the work. And at master's level or PhD level, oh my God, your supervisor is, is your, that's your thesis, is what he's going to use, you know, what she's going to use to prop herself up to her next, you know, add to her. Um, um, vocabulary or her, um, her research base. So don't think the teachers are teaching you. It's a two-way thing. It's supposed to be a two-way thing. I remember in his word, he says, I have more understanding than, than my teachers because your testimonies are my meditation. Yes. So again, let me hear from you guys. Let me hear from you. Um, so now when we are, we're armed with that, we know how to respond. We know how to respond. We, we, watch the moods of others we because we know their personality we think okay this is a good time hmm, they're in this serious mood so let me see they're thinking this is not the time you just come and start talking up you know it would bounce back and you feel bad because you already understand their type and of course you know we know i talk a lot about the love languages and that's on another level knowing people's love language and when we know their love when you know someone's love language you know acts of service physical terms of affirmation, um, gifts, and what? What's the fourth one? Um, and quality time. How can I forget quality time? They are just ways to love on people. They're ways to, that's not how they live permanently. So the personality tests are amazing. They're very deep. But the love languages are, you want to get someone to come alive. You want to get you want to love on them a bit maybe they're down and you remember that ah gifts is there whatever so i might remember now that oh for example let me say christy battery because i've seen you here i know my sis you're here i just remember say if i know her person her her language is gifts and i want to cheer her up i just go buy a gift and send it to her i will make her day right again so we must seek to even want to take um for the love languages yes that's taking our love to another level for our children for that special person in our life for those people we're close to anyway 
But when we take the personality test, for that everyday person out there, colleagues especially, family members, ah, it, I'm telling you, when you do it, and even the Enneagram as well, when I did the Enneagram, I just thought, ah, there's this joke we have in the house, my husband and I, when we look at the whole thing, because recently we looked at our 16 personalities again, and I just said, ah, this thing now winch. <laughs> you know, it will be, you almost, I mean, really, 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 80 90 some will say it's 100 percent accurate how could how could they decipher me so well and and some may say okay so where's god in all of this is this not god gave these people people who have who studied who have studied psychology who went to study it as a course and after studying it they went deeper and deeper into human behavior to the point of really getting the wisdom it's not the devil that gave them the wisdom to come up with the Enneagram. No, it's not a hit and miss thing. It is not. They've researched. You don't even know whether some of them were researching. They were praying. You know, why will it not be something we should take seriously as um, Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb after a thousand times of missing it, and then finally he got it. Are we taking so seriously? Because today we put on the lights, we have all kinds of variants of, of the light bulbs and we are glad. So also people that are in this space, they are not spooky. They are for our health, they are for our deliverance, uh, they are for our healing as well. And let me tell you, if we can thrive, spirit, soul, and body, Paul said it. Um, it was John, sorry, in 3 John 2, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. So the prosperity of our soul is so, so, you know, important. And um, really, this will help us to be, you know, when the Bible says, um, read Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 25 to 33, so long. So when you get back home, you can read it. Ephesians 4, 25 to 32. But towards the end, and verse 32 says, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even in, as God in Christ forgive you. So for the last two conversations with Nikkei, the past episodes, I've done forgiveness, and then we did one, um, forgive yourself. I even had a guest on that one. So forgiveness is huge, but look at this one. It says, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. One of the ways in which we can forgive um, each other quickly or easily or more easily is when we realize our personality type. Hey, I'm not saying, there is no personality type that says someone should go and kill someone. So again, I am not even going to make any excuse for Joseph's brothers. That, oh, their personality type must have been one kind of, it's their personality that made them to almost, they didn't kill him, almost kill him, right? I'm not talking about <laughs> that level of, he forgave them eventually, okay? We talked about Joseph. We've, we've done Joseph enough in the past uh, conversations. But this is not, oh, if Joseph had known their Enneagram type or their personality type, then maybe he wouldn't have run his mouth the way he did. I don't know. All his 10 brothers, why wouldn't he? They would have had different personality types, right? Remember there was one of them that said, Let's not kill him. Let's sell him to these slaves as it says we're passing by. It doesn't mean that's the one that had empathy. Like my, my Enneagram is two. We, we, we're helpers. We have empathy, you know. 
I have to hold myself back from not following everybody. I have to hold myself back from not being nice, nice, nice. And I remember I did one IG. I was a guest on Jerome is talking his IG live. And he asked me to come and talk about kindness. And we're able to decipher that kindness is different from being nice. So I realized that um, there are times I've been nice, 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 but not exactly kind or kind to myself. Kindness is a fruit of the spirit. Being nice is not. Being nice can get you into trouble. Yep. Um, so just as brothers, the one that said, um, when they had dumped him in the pit, the one that said, let's not kill him. You see, they went to look for food and then they came back and said, okay. <laughs> the one that said, let's not kill him. Let's sell him to this lady. It doesn't mean that that particular guy had empathy for him, for Joseph. It could mean that he liked money. If we kill him, we don't gain anything. We sell him to the slaves. Uh -uh, we will even get something in return because he's as good as dead, right? So that does not apply to outright wickedness. All right, time is fast spent. I want to stop here so that we can really chat, okay? I don't want to be, let it be a one-way um, conversation. So we're talking healthy relationship. We're talking healthy relations. We are my relationship people here. Ah, we've mentioned... <laughs> I saw you, my sis, Christy Bature. I saw you. Are you still here? If she's check out her page, I know you are excellent when it talks of when it comes talking about the narcissists and the narcissistic behaviors. Ah, that's on another spectrum because someone might want to say, how do I deal with a narcissist? Someone who is just totally how to drag me down to drag down my self-esteem. That is where you have to know. Someone said, how is this test done? You just Google Enneagram, Enneagram.com. N-E-A-G-R-E-A-M. Google it. And then for the MBTI.16, 16personalities.com. Go to that website. So both the Enneagram and the Maya Briggs, uh, the 16personality.com is the Maya Briggs. So you can just type in Maya Briggs test. Google, you know, with Google, <laughs> everything. Google is your friend. And do those tests and um, give me feedback. Not in my DM, in my on my main page. When I post stuff, I want you people. I want conversation, okay? Sometimes people are just like, amen, amen. They're not, I want conversation. Let me know because I'm really, really keen on knowing how, what makes you, how you behave, what is your leaning, how do you see the world, you know? And so, uh, how, someone says, how do we run the test? I'm just wanting to do so I can relate with others. I've talked about that already. It also helps you, it will tell you, knowing personalities helps relationships. Yes, it also helps you to know, it will tell you, for example, the kind of jobs you're good for, the kind of um, careers you should be in, okay? And I'm not saying your ministry because when you see, okay, I'm in this career and all that, and God shows you your ministry in life, your purpose, please go with that. Go with that, okay? <laughs> but say you're looking for a job or you might find that, oh, you're in a certain job and you find out why you struggle. He will tell you you're good as it, this, 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 that. You may not list everything, but you now find out that one that I struggle with um, accounting. Maybe you read accounting, but you don't really want to practice it. Or you are working in an accounting firm, but you struggle. When you do your personalities test, you will realize that you're more, you, you, if you're the relatable type, 
you know, I won't just want to be in front of a set of figures. Some people, when they see figures, data and figures, even though I did science, uh, mathematics was one of my favorite subjects up to a level. Um, but to be to stay with that for life, like 24-7, or should we say nine hours, eight hours, eight to nine to five, all I'm doing is figures. Yes, yes, these figures, add it up, this, mm -hmm. total it, send it to the boss, the organization, move the money. Yeah, I like money, but it doesn't mean I like adding up. Some people, if they're wired because of their personality, figures is like that's where they want to be alone, alone, not with people, just leave them with all the paperwork. That is not me. I want to relate with people. I mean, it doesn't have to be a whole crowd, but I need to be in a job where I talk to you, you talk back to me, you know, um, not always be in my face, but you know, just be able to be relational so i like a place where you know customer service to be sure they're, they're okay they were served well um um to be sure everybody's okay human resources to be sure everyone is okay the clients are okay they 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 have a good feel about the organization so when everyone has messed them up they've been so harsh i want to come in and say i hope our services were really they're like oh, really i'm like no tell me the truth tell me where we messed up honestly i want Georgie, I want, you know, that's where I would, um, some others may feel, what was my business? No, 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 David. So again, this is not for us to judge people, but for you to find your best fit, even as you look for a job, or even as you look for what kind of business to go into, what kind of things to set up. Okay, so that's it. I like to talk. Someone said, I like to talk with you and it's urgent. Talk here now, type your thing or you want to go into my dm or email okay so talk to me let me look at the people here on this side i'm going to review so contribution someone said i'm going to review my results again i have not looked at it since it's about four years maybe i should take it again yes take it again if it's been four years take it again it might come out the same exactly the same or maybe just be slightly different and even if it comes out the same the description of who you are will make more sense to you now. You know, how you are described, your personality type. And you just say, oh my God, this is so good and this is so real. It helps you um, give people the benefit of the doubt. Of the, you know, it helps you even help other people. It helps you tell people if they're in the wrong job or in the wrong, you'll be able to be bold. It helps those who coach people to coaches use it a lot because again i'm exposing it looks like i'm just letting the whole cut out of the bag i'm a coach as well and this is what you should be paying me for but again right now who cares yeah because if you were my client in coaching i'll let you take the test you give me feedback based on that i'll be able to advise you on that you know what you've come to me for the coaching for <laughs> yeah i'll be looking like i know everything about your life but again since I'm a helper, I'm already leaving out my, my, no, I'll not be poor. So don't worry. Don't worry about me. <laughs> so someone said the spirit of God is one and all gifts and knowledge comes from him. That's right. That's why personality test aligns with spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. There's also the spiritual gifts test. So if you want to know your spiritual gifts, if you're a believer, you're a Christian, you're, um, not necessarily if you're in the fivefold ministry, you're a Christian and you you know you're in ministry or you're, you want to know how best to serve him. What is my ministry? This is different from 
you have your career, you also have the ministry. So you can be uh, in your career, you can be a medical doctor, but it doesn't mean that you don't have a spiritual gift separate from that. Yep. So um, there are, I think there are, are there 12 or 16 of those as well. Spiritual gifts test. Google it. Just put spiritual gifts test into Google. It will take you to the website for spiritual gifts. This is, I've given you now like four tests you can do, right? <laughs> to know yourself. The spiritual gift says, it will tell you from prophecy all the way down to mercy. I think it's about 12. Is it 12 or 16? It will tell you, you know, in Romans 12, where it talks about um, the various gifts. Um, in Ephesians 4, it talks about the fivefold gifts. In Ephesians 4, 11, when it says he gave gifts unto men. He gave them pastors, teachers, prophets, evangelists, and apostles, right? Yeah. The spiritual gifts in the body of Christ as a Christian are not limited to those five. They are not limited to those five. We always call them, yeah, the fivefold. For many years when I was younger, younger Christians, you say I'm a gift of helps. Because helps, you could be a singer, worshiper, and, you know, and all of that. For I used to say, mm, I'm not in the five, but... After doing my test, I realized that one of my gifts is prophecy, strong prophecy. And the mercy gift is also very strong. Can you imagine two opposites, like extremes? Not all prophets are fire and brimstone prophets. <laughs> I'm not the type. I'm a love prophet. I'm a love prophet. So my spiritual gift test is giver, uh, mercy, one those rated ranked very high. And prophecy ranked also very high. I'm blunt, I'll tell it as it is, but I guess I also balance it with the mercy and the gift. So you can run your spiritual gift test because it will tell you where you are. There's teacher, there's administrator, there is, um, uh, my husband always ranks very high for teacher. Um, teacher is about like my fourth or fifth, it's not the highest, you know. Um, so many that's if you want to know your spiritual gift and that is for you to know how you should um express um your ministry in the world yes how you should express your ministry in the world all these things are for to help us relate with people in a healthy way so if you're relating with me and you know that i have the prophecy gift you know or prophet or i have the gift of prophecy um which means that it comes up in my conversations and you're not saying oh, don't say the lord now the lord is going to deal with you no it just means in my everyday conversation in my operations it's um prophetic without saying so i'm i take actions i say certain things you know whether it, it's, it's very strong in my house and it's strong in our ministerial team in Vista, very strong. We had to do that test like twice. So everybody on our pastor, pastoral team and management team, we know what each person's uh, gift is. We know the person who is mercy gift. We know the person who is pastor. Not everybody is pastor. The way everybody is being called pastor, pastor, but not everybody is pastor, pastor, according to their gift test. Though they hold the office of a pastor within the church, it means that maybe when they leave to go start whatever God is leading them to start, they may not start a church. If you won't start a church, if you're not a pastor, pastor, you can start a fellowship, you can start a whatever, you see? So these things give clarity so that you are not a pain to the world while you're trying to bring healing or be a blessing, but rather you're now being seen as a pain because you've gotten your spiritual calling wrong. You've gotten your, you have not, 
um, deciphered who you are. So you, but you know you want to serve. You want to be a blessing to your world. You know you are in ministry. You want to, but you've gotten it all mixed up, and people are running from you because it's like, oh my God, she's so. And while some people might pull away from you, there are those who you are called to that will come to you, that will gravitate to you. And that's why I'm saying, look, everybody won't like you. They may not hate you, but not everybody will help head over heels with you. Those who resonate with you will be the one to like your post and comment and say, ah, you're speaking to me, you're speaking to me today. And there's some, it looks like every time you're speaking to them, they're not lying. They, they just, your, your, your gifting just fits their need. You see, so the world is a beautiful place because the diversity is our strength and it helps us to relate with one another in a healthy way. Um, yes, um, Dr. Iremena. Yep, means to are no different for speech again. Yep. You were, okay, you were giving me, you're giving me feedback and that's amazing. The test is something you should take twice. Oh, someone said take it twice a year because growth happens it's like we change with like a mental checkup god bless you mental checkup so we go for physical checkups right we're supposed to like clearly they say especially when you're over 30 it's a must every year just to check if things are you know okay same thing um emotional checkup so someone here is advising us that do it like twice a year i mean it's free Go online, take the test. It's free. So I think there's a part where if you want to get deeper, some deeper, deeper stuff, you pay a little bit of money. But what they give you for free is a lot. Is a lot. Um, so talk to me, somebody. Any prayers? Any Anybody wants us to pray? Um, you're welcome. You just joined. Uh, someone said I just joined. Just Google 16 personality. Um, 16personalities.com um, Google Enneagram Enneagram um, test or Enneagram.com also what test I talk, I talk about the five love languages that one we know all that that already basic and also spiritual gifts test spiritualgiftstest.com or just put in Google spiritual gifts test so that's about three four tests now that's a lot of homework in your hands right but it's just to, because when you know yourself better, when you understand yourself, when you know yourself, you are able to introduce yourself to someone in a more healthy way. When you become friends with someone, same sex, opposite sex, colleagues, and you begin to relate, you know, at some point in time, you should be able to say, you know, oh, I'm a bit on the quiet side. I'm a bit of an introvert. So please, as we relate, um, don't take offense if you find out that. I'd rather text than call. That way, before the person begins to get hurt, hurt over the fact that, ah, no call. You call. You call. She replies with a text. Ah. Me, if I call, you play with text. If, if I didn't understand all these things, I'm much younger. I'd be like, ah, now, wow, this rejection. I'm calling. She replies with a text. I'm calling. Okay, we call with this. Then each time, she's never called me, but it's just a text. One line text. I'll be feeling like, wow, this thing, no balance. But if I understand, without even doing her test, because I can't run your test for you, but if you've done yours and you know who you are, as we become friends, you, you let me know up front, hey, I'm a bit of a, maybe the day we met and we hit it off, you were a bit chatty and we became friends. But in the days to come, you quickly let me know, um, 
my default mode is actually introvert you know um it's actually um on the quiet side you know um some of my friends i've had before would they they know me they 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 <laughs> they've accepted me you know and all of that it makes a world of difference and you're able to fast track that relationship this new friend is able to decide whether ah do i want to go deeper now that she's introduced herself will this work or you say oh i appreciate that oh i'm a bit on the whatever side oh do you know your personality have you done it no but i just know i'm an intro that i'm an extra okay maybe you should do it so we know you also again this is how to relate in a healthy way and of course the word of god helps us also to grow the fruit of the spirit our personality should never be used as an excuse to be nasty to anyone um, to apologize and say, okay, I'm sorry, you know, my personality default is just to be so critical. I'm sorry that I did it again. Apologies and asking for forgiveness will make it better if, you know, you keep getting, if you keep offending someone because of your personality type. Um, but it's not for you to say, hey, that's not I am. And I spoke to her anyhow. She should know that my mouth is, uh, my mouth is sharp. That Check my personality type. We have sharp mouth. No, that is not an excuse just keep hurting people and think you can get away with it so friends oh my god how could time have run out almost one hour so fast oh my god gosh 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 don't have to go read all this afterwards please um it will, this will be on igtv facebook is going to be left there and youtube as well so uh, please feel free to drop comments once i post if you were really blessed by this session drop drop a comment on my igtv you know let the conversation continue those who didn't join us let them know that so much was said here because some people they have to read the comments first before they decide am i going to watch this whole video let me see what people are saying about it before it's worth my while and we know that it would help a lot of people who were not here live um, but who will go back to listen to it so thanks for joining me god bless you all so much love i feel like let's pray you know i feel like Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you. I thank you, Lord, for my friends on this live call. I thank you for everyone who's joined and those who will watch this later. I pray, Father God, that even with the little that we've shared, oh God, that everyone will begin to heal and begin to understand themselves better and begin to mend those broken relationships that should be mended. Um, People they've thrown away that they should not have thrown away. I pray, God, that healing will take place in our relationships, in our marriages, and even um, parents to children, children to parents, colleagues at work. Um, help us, Lord. Bring your um, healing to bear on our efforts in doing research, in wanting to understand ourselves better and our relationships better with other people. Give us speed. Give us understanding. Bring your grace upon our efforts, God, so that there can be healing and so the world can really be a better place like you intended. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, till next week, where I'll come your way for another session of conversations with Nike. Um, Stay blessed, stay strong, keep shining. Feel free to send me um, topics that you might want me to discuss in the weeks to come um, because there's so many areas I could cover 
in the weeks to come. Um, send me, leave comments um, so that I can factor that in into the weeks and in the months to come. We, we all want to be better. God bless you. Bye for now.